Hey everyone, Robin Papworth from Play Movie Improve. I have Ash here from Smashed It Dance Company. We've had a few technical glitches today, so take it away, Ash. <laughs> so, hi everyone. So the plan was to do a self-care session on my um, page today at 3.30. Um, we had some hilarious times trying to get this done. We, I think we tried maybe four different lives, then we then we're like, great, we'll move everyone to a meeting and we'll film it. Um, Robin pressed record in Zoom. I filmed my screen and you would not believe we did not press record. And I did film the screen, but I didn't film any sound. So we thought, stuff it, take two. And then we're just going to go with the flow. And we managed to push it to live. So here we are, um, the first self-care Sunday. And I'm so happy to be talking to Robin now. Um, I know we're on Robin's page, but I'm going to take over as host today um, and ask Robin a few questions. And so if you do have any questions while we're on the live, pop them in the comments and we'll um, try and monitor it. Now, it, we're newbies, so please yes. bear yes. with us. <laughs> um, but we will keep an eye on the comment box and try and answer some questions. But I wanted to give you a little bit of introduction. So I run a dance studio. Um but it's not about producing prima ballerinas. I'm all about using dance and movement to further kids' education. And that part, a lot of what Robin does comes into play. So I love Robin. Oh, thank you. And I first, I first um, came across Robin's stuff trawling through Facebook and I found this post about jumping and it said how smart, I think it was something about how intelligent kids are. They can jump their feet together by the time they're two or three or they're not meant to do it until they're about four. And I shared it with my family my family that come to classes and said our kids must be the smartest kids in the whole <laughs> world because they can jump it too um and then I happened to share that post with Sharon um who is the creative director of Kinder Ballet Australia who is also incredible um and she loved it so much that Sharon um invited Robin to come and speak at our national conference in January and that's when I actually got to meet Robin in person and my mind blue like I loved hearing her speak um and I learned so much and I only got to see half of the um presentation actually I still need to see the other half um because I was pulled away for another meeting and I wanted to we're going through such crazy times now and I myself I have gone from having a business to moving it completely online to homeschooling my five-year-old having my three-year-old out of preschool trying to keep them quiet while my husband is talking to MDs of a global company and also do uni. So I know that times are crazy right now. So I thought, what can I do for everyone? Oh, let's do some self-care tips. How can we keep sane? How can we help other people that are going through this? Just some little strategies to help their kids keep everyone healthy and happy. And that's when I thought, Robin, Robin has got the most amazing social media pages and um, her blogs. I actually was on them not long before um, going through them and they're so good. So what I wanted to ask Robin is can you give us some little tips to help? Like how can we help our kids? We've all, a lot of people have pulled them out of school, pulled them out of preschool and have no idea what to do. So what are your helpful tips to get us going through this time? Oh, thanks, Ash, and thank you so much for your patience with all this technology. Thank you, everyone else, for all of your patience with this technology. 
I have two hats. I have a therapist hat and I have a mum hat. My therapist hat lives inside a textbook and, of course, has all the evidence of our children should have 150 minutes of exercise per day and children should get outside because vitamin D is amazing and limit screen time to less than two hours a day. And then I have mum hat going, how? How do we do that? At the, <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> At the moment in Melbourne, it's raining. It's been raining for the past two to three days. We haven't been able to go outside. It's all been indoors. So first things first, it's, it's about expectations. You know, my expectation, I'm the play lady. I'm known as the play lady. And unfortunately, I've had to adjust that. I can't maintain my play therapy sessions as I usually would in my textbook life. I can't achieve 150 minutes of children's exercise per day, but I can do five or I can do 30 minutes or I can do some days, an hour, how amazing, but it's just whatever the day is. And I think it's if we can really get back to the basics of what do we need in this situation. This situation isn't in our textbooks. I don't have social isolation in my textbook behind me. I have a clinical ward behind me or I have a classroom set up. It's so different to what we're dealing with at the moment. We've yep. both got kinder kids at home and both of our kinder kids, you and I, Ash, are pretty rowdy kinder kids. So, so we've got our hands full. So what I'm trying to say to lots of families is it's important that, yes, movement is really important, but we've got to combine it so we have a bit of sanity. So probably the yep. main things that I'm doing at the moment is I'm combining literacy, numeracy and movement all in the one activity, really. Yep. So, for example, today I was standing in the kitchen. I got um, Phoebe's plate. Phoebe loves to help with setting up snacks for everyone. So I set up the plates in a rainbow arc. You know, you love my rainbow yep. worksheet. So I set it up in a rainbow arc. And all I got her to do is just count out the snacks for Isla, Hugh and Phoebe. I knew that she was getting a bit of cross in the midline because she had to reach for the packets and reach for the, yes. for the plates. I knew that she was going to get literacy because what we were doing was we were talking about, you know, apricot bites starts with at, those sorts of things. Yes. And then, of course, counting. She was counting how many there were. That's enough, really. That's kinder and play and learning in one. But at the moment, there's so much online about everything has to be, you know, high expectation homeschooling. I'm not a homeschooler. I've never yep. been a homeschooler. I can't take on that role. So it's just trying to get expectations. And it's probably been great for me over the next last two weeks. I've had to completely be creative. I had to completely change what I would expect for Hugh and Isla, particularly as they come home from school, because I have them all day. It's exhausting yeah. to give poor Hugh a home therapy program when he's had enough. He's had me all day. So I think the main thing is for your teams and, and for us is, you know, we want to just be able to have this. It's not ever going to be the session that we're used to having. It's just going to have to be the resources we have at home and whatever we can do. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I am struggling big time. And even the push pack, like, um, the kids they it's so new to them yes they love their screens yes they love watching movies and being on the ipads and everything but when absolutely every part of their learning is pushed to the virtual world it's so hard for them to comprehend so what do you do in when you do get pushback oh well i a lot so even with the screen time you know i've we've gone to your beautiful dance classes online 
and I've said to you, like, Phoebe gets to see you on, on the online and she's like, no, I want to go dancing. Yeah. I don't want to do it on my phone or the TV. I, I want to go to dancing. So we're going to have that confusion from our little ones. And it's just, again, explaining when soon we will. Let's hope we will. For now, we have to do screen time. But it's also being mindful of what we do after screen time. I can't get away screen time. Like, screen time for all of us is inevitable. Harvey Norman are loving it at the moment because everyone's buying an iPad. <laughs> fantastic but what that does for our development absolutely it's I'm, I'm concerned for children's visual tracking i'm concerned for children's head movement their hand-eye coordination but all in all at the moment it's parent sanity parent sanity number one so all i would do after screen time is just do that visual tracking head movement activities my beautiful followers, you know where all that is on my website. And if you don't, please have a look on my website. But the main thing is lots of looking up and down. So even if it's after they, they play and they've been on screens for a while, it's just tapping a balloon up above their head or it's pushing a ball back and forth in plank position. It's yep. trying to put their head in a different position and get them to follow a moving target. It yep. might be the beautiful ribbons that you use in your dance sessions. It might be a ball, it might be a balloon, it could be anything, but it's doing the opposite to what screen time does, which is just still head and eye movement. Sure. Yeah, and it's such an important thing even before um, coronavirus or COVID-19, screen time and apartment living was so much on the rise that it was dance classes and gymnastics and karate were coming less of a luxury and more of a necessity to get the kids' development up to where it should be yes. and now all of a sudden we're just like oh we're not allowed <laughs> cool. I know I know and for me you know having Hugh with a developmental delay karate was his thing he doesn't want yeah. me to be his therapist <laughs> he wants his sensei back so we've been really lucky um I have to give edge martial arts a plug they've given us karate online it's, it's not the same yeah. you know no. Hugh his sensei but at least it's like this Facebook live world where he can go, hi, Sensei. And then Sensei can write in the comments, hey, Hugh, it's that connection. But yeah. I think some children are really struggling because that was yeah. their go-to. That was dancing was, was their go-to. Like Phoebe, devastated that she can't go to dancing. So it's trying to get them through that. But also we really need to support our small businesses because I want to be able to go back to karate. I want to be able to go back to dancing and gymnastics. And I really feel for you guys. And that's why I'm so excited to share my wisdom or wherever I can, because we've got to keep these companies going. And if online is how we do it at the moment, well, you know, better than nothing. It is. So what would be the one tip? I know we're talking about keeping our sanity. So what's the most important sort of exercise? Is it crossing the midline? Is it working on the pincer grip? What would you, what do we need to do? What do we need to focus on? Good question. <laughs> How long do I Sorry. <laughs> Really, exactly. really it's the whatever the children's goals are so yeah. say for example for Hugh Hugh's goals at the moment are fine motor especially at schools he's now in grade two he's got to smash out a lot of sentences now so he's got to be able to write lots of writing and his little hands just can't keep up so yeah. he's starting to write really short and brief sentences I don't think it's laziness I think it's just his hands tired so he's worked out yeah. how can I get the least amount of sentences onto his paper so for him, his goals have really been fine motor, absolutely. Mm -hmm. To get to fine motor, though, I've got to build up his core strength. I've got to build up his shoulder stabilisation, which means I need to have him in crawling position, plank position or climbing position. 
So, and that's tricky. You live in an apartment building. What could you possibly climb? There's no playground. So a lot of it has to be in that plank position. So plank position, you know, when your elbows and your toes and you're just pushing a ball back and forth, those sorts of things. That's for Hugh. For other kids, so Phoebe, Phoebe's in preschool, developing her crossing the midline. Then all the activities that I give for Phoebe are around crossing the midline. But in general, it's aerobic exercise. It's whatever exercise will get this yeah. heart pumping. Whatever exercise will get the heart rate up so we get more oxygen to our brain because that's what we want for kids, as much oxygen to our brain as we can in a healthy way, of course, through exercise. So it's lots of jumping, hopping, dancing, skipping, anything that makes us, we call it huff and puff, is what we want kids to be able to do. It's, that's all we need. Dancing in the yeah. lounge room, spinning in the kitchen, without the oven on, all those sorts of things, if we can. Now, when we did this before and we actually had a lovely meeting, we had a couple of questions. And yeah. one of them was, um, one which I'm going to do a little plug of Robin's book because I love it. Um, so I love this book. It's 125 play activities. Um, and someone asked what age group was it for? Yes, Candice. Sorry, Candice, we, we got to use your name again. You're not here, but we, you were here before. Um, Candice asked, it's for ages two to seven. So around what you can do when you flick through the page on the side, you can actually flick through and see what ages it is. Yeah, thanks there, Ash. You can see. So the coloured pink means what age it's for and then whether it's a sensory activity, um, partner activity, uh, gross motor or fine motor activity. I made it so it's handbag size. So it goes in and out of your handbag. It's quite quite small book flick through it there's rob you'd love that that's the balloon tapping yeah that's then, nice. i flicked it yeah there you go tap the balloon and then the blue book which i was so excited that you had um on hand too is there that's your theory book so candace was asking what you know, that book is for theory it's all why crossing the midline what does spatial awareness mean why core strength it's got activities in there as well but a lot of it's more theory based so thanks ash it was it was great that you had it on hand earlier today because i'm terrible at marketing <laughs> oh no i love it i absolutely love it and like i said before i actually use the blue book um so dance teachers if you're watching it especially for preschool classes it's the basis of my snazzy jazzy program um i get so many ideas out of it and um one of the ones that i got from robin i, I sort of stole a few ideas and combined them was that i use a, a bean bag for the kids and the kids um think it's a fun game they have no idea but it's actually teaching them the difference between jumping and leaping but also spatial awareness so they i put it on a fun song They've got a beanbag, they have to throw it, run over to the beanbag and then jump over it. Or when I go leap, then they have to leap over it and we change back and forth. So not only are they working on their jumps and their leaps, but they're also working on the, I guess, timing of seeing where everyone else is running and mm. spatial awareness, which is important in dancing when you're dancing with other people. But I think it's also important just in general, walking down the street and making sure that all those sorts of things. Um, so I love that book. So give it a plug. And the other really great resource that Robin has that I do want to mention is her mat. Um, it's like a yoga mat with um, instructions on it and footprints and handprints. And it is, um, she made nearly 100 kinder ballet teachers do it in January into the room. I've also heard she does it at most of her workshops. Um, and 
like the, these aren't expensive resources either. They And we were talking about small, support small businesses. Here is one way, like it is, you could set up that yoga mat in your hallway um, and have, and you know, there you go. Every time your kid does it, you fill up your wine glass a little bit more. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> not sure if your followers are into that, but mine sure. <laughs> you have to ask them. <laughs> um, so there's that. So um, now one of the other questions that was raised was about crossing the midline. What can we do for um, kids mm. that are a little bit older in upper primary around 11 to help with crossing the midline? Yeah, absolutely. And I loved Candice again. She gave some great questions today. I love that we tend to all, we sometimes think that all these motor development skills are just for the age when they're supposed to be. So for example, tummy time is just for babies, crawling is just for infants and running is just for big kids. And it's trying to get the people away from the idea of these things don't happen by age, they happen by pattern. So we have we things, everything goes in a sequence. It's not, well, when did you do it? It's, well, did you do it? And unfortunately, yep. crossing the midline can really be missed in some children, especially our early walkers, our children that have been get up and go and they've wanted, got, wanted to go from sitting to walking pretty quickly. They can miss out on that crossing the midline from crawling. So when we see older children, it could just be that they've just rushed through it. That could be purely personality of the child. You know, yep. you could have a child like Isla who's just go, 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 go and wants everything done and wants to do everything by herself and there's no time for practice. Yep. So what we need to really try and do is if we've missed a step and crossing the midline may have been one of them for this little girl, then we've got to bridge the gap. The gap's there, yep. we've got to bridge it. So it's got to go back to the basics. We can't go to an 11 year old crossing the midline activity, unfortunately. We've got to go back to where the gap is. Yep. The gap might be, for example, she can only cross the midline with her upper body, but she can't yet cross the midline with her lower body. So mm -hmm. then all we do is we just create a masking tape line on the ground and we just tap right foot opposite, left foot opposite. We just tap and see how we go. It might be that she needs to be in plank position or even in a sit-up position and just take one hand across the body. See where her gaps are. And this is all children. See where their gaps are, see what they're struggling with and just repeat it more. All the brain needs is practice for that area. So it's just practice, practice, practice. But when you've got an 11 year old, it's also talk to them about their brain, educate yep. them, you know, educate yourself about the brain. The brain grows through mistakes and practice. So mistakes yep. for me are celebrated. Every time Hugh makes a mistake, amazing, because your brain's growing. But yep. sometimes our, our kids can get stuck in, well, mistakes are bad and mistakes shouldn't happen. But that's that's how we learn. So it's trying to have those, see where the gaps are, and then yeah. lots of crawling, heaps of crawling. Crawl to chase a teddy bear. Crawl to chase a ball. Crawl to chase dad down the hallway. Whatever you possibly can do. Because crawling is amazing for core strength, shoulder stabilisation, crossing the midline, and even starts to get into fine motor when you put sensation through the hands. It's an amazing skill that unfortunately we rush through. I don't know why. I don't know why we get to 18 months and we rush it, but we're just rushing it too much. Yeah. Actually, my daughter didn't crawl. She did the tummy army crawl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. And, all, and all, we do, all we do for that, it's just building up core strength. So all we do to get from army to proper crawling is we just set up some cushions to crawl across or mum and dad's legs to crawl across. You just want the hips up off the ground. 
Yeah. But even then, army crawl still slightly crosses the midline. In some ways, some army crawls don't, but in some army crawl styles, that it does. So we're still getting that information. But if yeah. you want to boost core strength even more, we just get up onto our onto our, our knees a bit more by climbing out, crawling over things. Yeah. So well, there were great questions by Candace. It was great. Yeah. No, they were fantastic. I think, I think Robin, we might need to organize a uh, webinar for you to really dive into because yeah. I know that I've got a lot of um, educators that follow my page that I'm sure would be dying to do. And now since they were all stuck inside and we can't go out on Friday nights, it might be a great <laughs> Friday night activity. You know, we need to like, I know that you, we do also need to take care of ourselves. But for me, taking care of myself is also learning about new things. So I go and read and that's that's me. So um, maybe we should do something, a webinar or something in a couple, a week or so. Um, yeah, if, you are, if you are interested in that, drop your emails in the comments um, yes, and we'll get yes, you on please. the list. Um, the good thing would be, and what I've done with some gymnastics coaches as well, is bring your favourite resources. So bring, you know, for example, I know you love your maracas and your ribbons and we, we could bring them. We could bring them into a webinar and all we do is... We, we chat, about, I chat amongst ourselves because I'm not a dance teacher. So I use your skills as a dance teacher and then I just put a child development spin on it. So that'll be fun. Just bring whatever you usually use in a class and uh, why not make it virtual? We can do it. Yeah, I reckon we could too. Yeah. Um, well, uh, did we have, we, I don't know if we've got any comments going, but if you do have any comments um, yes. on I'll the live, pop them in the box um, and we'll ask. Um, so but I'm I just, dance teacher, ooh, ooh. So I use, sorry, you can hear myself. I don't think there's any. I can't seem to see okay. any. That's okay. Sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> if anyone has any questions, please come through to Play Movie Preview. You're already there. Message me. Find Ash at Smashed It Dance Company. Thank you, Ash, for having me. My pleasure. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that we did it finally after the effort today. <laughs> We have this, the Zoom recording and Facebook. Surely one of them has to work. <laughs> I know. Well, once again, thank you, Robin. I always love talking to you. I think oh, I'm even too. inspired now to go and um, see if I can create some virtual classes um, to get my kids even just a little bit moving um, and yes. grooving. So um, we'll see what happens. But thank you again for your time. And thank you, everyone. I have seen some um, people watching and we do like to ramble on so I was hoping to have a nice short uh, live but I knew with the two of us it was never going to be short no, so no. <laughs> well again please tell your your team your dance teams that there's free resources on my website there's morning routines that kids can do there's ebooks on there that they can read and then of course thank you for plugging my book I'm so proud of those books and I'm really glad that it's helping Go and buy them Thank you. I'm, like, honestly, if you're a dance teacher or an educator, early primary school or even anyone, anyone that deals with children, parents, um, <laughs> I can go and find out what I'm going to do tomorrow with my children. Um, but, yes, all right. So thank you so much, Robin. It was a delight to talk to you as always. Thanks, Ash. Thank you. You have been listening to Robin Papworth, exercise physiologist, developmental educator, speaker, author, mum of three from Play, Move, Improve. If you have enjoyed our content, please leave a review on iTunes, Spotify or on our website, playmoveimprove.com.au. Have a great day.